Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Flashcast, an unofficial podcast of the CW's The Flash. I'm Stephen Bueno. Christian Cabrera. If you're new to the podcast, what we do is discuss every week's episode of The Flash. So this week, we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 2, Paradox. Now, when you really think about this, the villain in this episode was technically the villain from the last episode, because we're still dealing with the rival, mm-hmm. except we're dealing with the rival and Dr. Alchemy right now. Yeah, this is pretty much the main villain. I'm going to say it's going to be out the entire series, because Dr. Alchemy is looks like he's a pretty badass guy. Yeah, dude. Um the the gem that he uses to like blast at him and stuff like that. Uh, but before we get into Doctor Alchemy, uh, we do see like in the beginning of the episode that there's all these differences, and Barry is hesitant to tell people that he went back and messed with the timeline. So he's not mentioning it, but he is noticing that there's differences. And the beginning of the episode starts off with him talking to Felicity about it, because obviously you know that's just, um, aside from you know Iris, that's his closest confidant. Uh, uh, Felicity. So he's, they start talking about um, the little differences, and they mention the new character uh, was it Julian Albert, mm-hmm. who's uh, as soon as I saw him, he looks familiar. Then I went and looked it up. I was like, well, that's Malfoy, from, yeah, from, from freaking Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> uh, and you know, this is a new character that's there, and they're talking about the the little differences. You know how Joe and Iris don't get along, um, and then you you also find out that Cisco has a lot of resentment towards Barry for. Um, Essentially, Dante's death and not going back in time to save Dante. Yeah, there's there's not minor changes. There's a huge changes. There's a lot of them. The one of the biggest ones is, of course, the uh, Ramon and Dante, because yeah, his brother died in a. You can tell it was because of a drunk driver, and the way how it was playing through, Cisco apparently asked Barry a bunch of times to see if he can go back and just prevent it. And he kept telling him no. So that's one of the main reasons why he resented him for so long. And that's why you notice that the pep from everyone in the team is pretty much was gone. Because he, I like the little joke he makes. Like, yeah, usually Cisco is the one who usually comes up with the names for all these people. And he goes, I'm just calling him Thief. Because you can tell there's like a lot of bad blood going around right now. Yeah, at the beginning of the episode, that's definitely something that comes across. The fact that there's not any, there's no more synergy in the group. They're not very happy with one another. And then little by little, you start figuring out why. Because off, you know, from the very beginning, um, Barry's is kind of one like Barry doesn't really know what's up with Cisco, and because he's so hesitant to tell him to tell everyone what had happened, no one knows that uh, that's not necessarily the life that they had been living. I did, I did like at the beginning of the episode where um, Barry tells Felicity that he's kissed Iris twice already, and he's gone back in time and erased both instances. It's so bad that it happens, man. He's he can never catch a break with all this stuff. Every single time he goes back in time, something always changes, and that's the one thing that's always become common. Is that anytime he finally deals with Iris, they finally do something pretty much together. It's already just vanishes out of existence. Yeah, it's sort of. And whenever he goes back in time to do something for himself, it doesn't really work out. Obviously, he's gone back in time and helped, you know, the greater good uh, when he stopped time in um, when he went back in time during the tidal wave, when he went back in time in the um, Legends of Tomorrow, where uh, the city gets destroyed, where everyone gets destroyed, essentially. He goes back in time there and he saves everyone. But when it comes to doing something for himself, it always, always backfires. Yeah, it's never been good. Never. Now, throughout the episode, we do see Barry trying to trying to bring his team back together, talking about going on a resort or on a retreat, talking about just any doing anything they can to really um, 
bring back that synergy that they once had and, and really cement his team the way it once was. It just shows that everyone pretty much wasn't interested in that idea. The only person that was was Wally because it seemed that really nothing has really phased him out of everything that's yeah, been Wally going on. Yeah, Wally seems to be pretty chill with everything, right? He's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. The only, thing that, the only thing that pretty much sets it aside is the fact that Iris and his dad weren't talking. So the, he kind of felt that that pretty much kind of alluded to him as well. So I, he pretty much still kind of resents that as well. But it's really not a big thing. It's just mainly everyone else has gone through something. And I just love that the one person that really didn't allude very well was Caitlin, but then we'll get we'll get to her later. But yeah. it's just the fact that everything that's been going around him and it sucks. You can tell it's been crushing Barry because he wants to tell everybody what's been going on, but he can't. Also, he's incredibly sorry because, I mean, yeah, it's not he wasn't directly involved in it. But to an extent, he's. He's a bit of the reason that Dante's brother is in there because at one point, you know, in the timeline, Cisco, I mean, uh, Cisco's brother's in there. Uh, at one point, you know, Cisco had his brother. Things were fine. Um, but, you know, we're not, that's not even the case anymore. So he's, you know, Barry's got to be feeling a fair amount of guilt because things, yeah, they might not have been perfect for Barry, but things were pretty good for everybody else. It was. It's, but it's also one of the things that comes from the consequences of actually going back in time. And that's where I love the part where he's going back in time and just Jay Garrick just grabs him out of nowhere and they just pretty much like enjoy what's going on. And I like the description of how the time paradox has been happening oh, using the, with Jay the Garrick. cup. Yeah, exactly. So he breaks the cup. He's like, no matter how much time you try to fix it, there's still cracks in there. It's never a hundred percent fixed. And that's the thing that like, I remember him trying to explain that to everybody. He's like, I caused something, so I really can't. Try to. I've been trying to fix it, but there's no way of doing it. And I think it was a very creative way for the writers to be like, okay, we're not going to use time travel throughout the whole season. That's not going to be the solution for everything because it's so easy to use that as a crutch where, okay, this went wrong. All right, now reset. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. And this is sort of the way of the writers being like, okay, now we're stuck in this timeline. It's going to be the new timeline. This is how things are going to be from now on. And we're going to have to live within this world and live within these rules. Now, one of the most interesting things in that world is, to me, was Cisco. And this is the second episode where Cisco gets a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time, it's a little more interesting because he's vibe essentially man he's got his glasses he's got the um the gloves so now he's starting to use these powers uh i'm assuming everything that happened in earth 2 happened in this timeline because um barry has mentioned that it's very similar so i think to an extent cisco might have known of his uh his extra powers that he had in earth 2 and he's trying to come back to that a little bit yeah and he's been actually working on a lot of the stuff for him I think is, I think it was one of the one things that I never really noticed. But it is a big thing because he's been saying it too. It's like, oh, I've been working on my gauntlets from like my suit, but you, you know, you don't know. You just that. gotta brush over that, don't they? Exactly. Yeah. It's like we didn't. I didn't even know he was working on that. And even last season, I don't think he was working on anything for himself except just for the goggles. That's the only thing I remember seeing. I'm guessing that's probably much another consequence from the timeline as well. Cause that's I can't remember him working on something for himself besides the goggles. Yeah, yeah, same here. It's always just been it's always just been the goggles. Now, um, all right, I did I did like seeing Barry and 
uh, Cisco working together to take down the rival because wow, you don't well you don't see Cisco that like in that kind of scenario too often. Obviously he's part of the team, but he's way in the back somewhere helping out and support. This time he's on the front lines. He's helping. He's literally helping Barry beat the crap out of another metahuman and. One thing that you mentioned about um, Dr. Alchemy and about the rogues is that they're all human. Now, this is one of the instances where Cisco is also just a human who happens... I mean, technically he's a metahuman, but it doesn't lend... His powers don't always lend themselves to uh, to be that particularly helpful. I, I, aside from, like, the, um, the like, vibe beam, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, his powers have mostly been about, like, just visions and stuff like that. Yeah, and this is actually where I'm going to say his powers are going to actually extend because this is where I've already saw where he can already do the blast, which is great. That's the one thing that from last season I was like, when does he get to do it? And like he did it once randomly, but that was it. So this is why now I'm seeing that he's trying to build a suit. So there's most likely he's going to end up, you know, probably completing the suit some somewhere within like halfway through the season and he's finally going to become like a full-fledged hero. Which I'm really hoping that that does happen because he is a really good hero. He's one of those key heroes that essentially ends up, uh, I think, starting the, I want to say the GLA or is it the GSL? I don't remember which one it was, but he's one of the key components for it as well. Now, one of the things we did get get kind of an allusion to was when they were talking about Dr. Alchemy giving all the powers back to the people that had him in Earth 2. And instantly, as soon as Cisco says that, the shot turns to um, Wally. So that kind of gives an illusion like, okay, well, Wally's going to get his powers back sometime this season. I really want to see him get his powers, man. But the thing is, there's another thing that's been going on. There's husks, skin husks that have been going around, and there's four of them. We only know one of them right now. It ends up being the rival, which is... Our Claris. Now, so there's three there's more. There's three more that it's been created out of nowhere, and I'm trying to figure out who the other ones would be because I don't really know who would the other ones be. That's that's the big issue right now. That's one of the biggest questions that I know it's going to be eluding the entire season. So who are the other three, and who is Doctor Alchemy? That's gonna be that's gonna essentially be the biggest question this whole season. Much like last season, it was like last season it was who's Zoom. This one's like. Who's Doctor Alchemy? Yeah. Like, what's his purpose? Because he's very cryptic in his uh, in his kind of like agenda. I was like, I'm just mm-hmm. gonna prepare the world, this and that. I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like, prepare f- and also prepare for what? Yeah, exactly. And the, that's one of the biggest things that he says. And I'm like, oh man, what's he trying to do? Because the thing is, he's giving people that didn't have powers in this world, but from other worlds that have powers, powers. Now, does that mean he's going to actually give good people powers too? Because if that means something, he's probably going to be the most neutral villain, I would say, because he's giving evil and good powers. So is there going to be a clash? Is there going to be a war? Is there going to be something happening? Like, I really don't know what he's going to do, but this sounds really interesting. Also, did you also think that he sounded like the dude from uh, Saw? A little bit, yeah. They they kind of use that. The the, the, jigsaw the voice, freaking, right? The yeah. jigsaw voice. He sort of has that, and it's very ominous and very dark. And you're like, okay, well, I'm a little scared of this guy now. I'm wondering what's what's really gonna happen here. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, casting um, was it Tom Felton? I believe. Yeah, Tom Felton as uh, Julian Albert. I feel like he's gonna have a 
big role because that's just that's not a a random actor. That's an actor that that um, knows his craft. Not not necessarily that knows his craft, but that's an actor that will draw attention from people. So mm -hmm. I would assume that the creators would utilize that actor for a bigger role. So I think. Um, I think the Julian Albert will eventually either not necessarily join Team Flash, but will come to know about the Flash's identity because off the bat he tells Barry like he doesn't trust him mm -hmm. um, because he thinks he's hiding something. And yeah, he is. You know, he's the Flash. He is going to have a huge role. I know for a fact he will. And the thing is that he's working with Barry. That's essentially the um, uh, what was her name from last season? The uh, Patty. Patty. He's essentially going to be the Patty of this season because originally Patty's main role, especially in the comic books, was a forensic scientist as well. He was assisted of actual. He's assistant of Barry Allen. Now this is one of those guys that's actually going to be. He's the actual metahuman expert, which is going to be dope. And of course, Barry Allen's assisting him most of the time. He's essentially going to be playing that role of what it's going to happen. Now they didn't start out with. They both didn't start out actually liking each other at first, but there's a possibility that both of them probably are going to end up, you know, helping each other out in the future. But of course, right now there's bad blood. And I just love the fact that everyone keeps bringing that up. It's like, yeah, I don't like that guy. It's like, yeah, you say that every day. And so like, and I was like, I don't know why I hate that guy. And then that's what they tell him too. It's like, well, you say that all the time too. You have no idea why. And it's revealed why, essentially why he hates him. Just, it really is. Like, uh, there's no trust in between both of them, and he doesn't like him because, well, he has no idea who he technically is. Now, one thing I, I'm thinking here is that he's going to have something to do with Dr. Alchemy. Like, you can't put an actor of, you know, of that much notoriety, or, yeah, I mean, of that much notoriety without him having a big role. So I think he's going to have something to do with Dr. Alchemy. I don't necessarily think he's going to be Dr. Alchemy, but I do think that there's going to be some connection there. There might be some connection there because that's it was almost the same thing that happened with um, freaking Jay Garrick as well, that there is some sort of connection as well. And, of course, he ended up being like the freaking biggest villain the entire time. But this is one of those times where, where he ends up being Hunter Solomon. That's what I meant to say. But this is pretty much one big actor. He's a big actor that's really going to actually kind of solidify this. Because there's always going to be someone else that's going to come in. And everyone's already going to start thinking. It's like, oh, he's probably going to have to deal with... He's probably the main villain. He's probably in cokes with him. We don't know that yet. It's only been two episodes. And I want to see what is going to be his main role in this entire, entire season. Honestly, the season is starting off strong, dude, from a very strong first episode. And this second episode just solidifying where the Flash is going to be for the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. um, knowing that this is a timeline he's going to stick around in. This is one he's going to start working with. And the problems that are going to arise and the things that have been implemented here <clears throat> have... Uh, you know, I've kind of set the stage for what the rest of the season is going to look like. So, yeah, we're going to be waiting to see who these other metahumans are that are getting their powers from Dr. Alchemy. Um, and, you know, we know that things have changed for the Arrow. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to see an alternate timeline for them as well. Yes. Just from seeing like Diggle has a son, you know, little things like that. Mm -hmm. So we realize that in that universe, things have changed as well. Now, how they've changed, we don't know. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be interesting to see also in the upcoming episodes of The Flash. Yeah, and then one of the biggest things that actually ends up occurring is where pretty much towards the very end, Barry is like, okay, well, you guys don't want to know. That's fine. But he does like little subtle jokes. And I love when he goes at the very end talking to Caitlin. It's like, see, yours is the only one that really hasn't, you know, 
have been affected. It's like unless you you become like a an eye doctor, <laughs> unless you're an eye doctor or like moonlighting as one. And I love the little joke, and she goes like, uh, "I don't get it." And then he walks away, and then we see her hand freaking yeah, she's freezing. A, dude. She's a metahuman. Yeah. Unlike in the original timeline, this timeline she's got her um, killer frost powers. Yeah. Now the thing is now. I'm wondering yep. if she's aware of what happened in Earth 2 or what the deal is there. Because is she aware that at one point she was a supervillain somewhere else? Or to her, these are just like random powers that just kind of came out of nowhere. I think this is what freaking Dr. Alchemy was talking about, too. But the thing is... Oh, everyone to their full potential? Yeah, exactly. So is there a possibility... This is one of the biggest questions here, too, as well. Because this actually kind of set the stage for something different. Is she going to be evil or is she going to be good? Now, is she's going to be the actual Killer Frost or is she's just going to be, I don't know, just call herself Frost, maybe? I have no idea. I honestly think that um, this will be a thing that she's going to be dealing with and she's going to be trying to hide it mm-hmm. for a while. I don't think it'll lead her into being Killer Frost, at least not in this season. But I can definitely see it like planting the seeds for maybe next season. She'll She'll eventually become a villain. I don't think so. I think it might be this season because it's especially if everything has been going on. They're already throwing stuff out and it's what this is only going to be 22 episodes. So there's pro. this is probably going to be a big thing. This might actually divide the group at first. but We don't know that yet, but that's another mystery that's going to be going on through the season. And then, of course, who the hell is Dr. Alchemy? Really? Who is he? Yeah. And what's his real purpose? Exactly. But then the last very last like what? 10 seconds we see albert claris in his cell and dr alchemy told him that he's failed him and then we see a freaking hand just grab him and then it just dies out now this is one thing i don't know who it is this is one of those few times i'm actually stumped on a lot of characters but seeing that hand is like oh who could that be like i'm those thinking it was shrapnel at first but like i don't know because we don't really know who who are the other husks are we don't know what other villains they are but i really intrigued to find out who the hell has been grabbing them no yeah definitely um and seeing just who else is in iron heights and because it seemed oh yeah, maximum security prison but yeah. it seems like you can just kind of get around it somehow uh, so who's behind all of this exactly there has to be a bigger person that's going around through this like i can't really tell yet i need to see more episodes and finding out right i'm waiting every tuesday now yeah, i know all right, guys, thank you for listening to this episode of The Flashcast. If you guys want to check out more of the stuff we got going on, head on over to filmbook.com. That's film-book.com. And search for either Stephen Bueno or The Flashcast. If you guys are interested in checking out some of the stuff we do outside of Filmbook, you can check us out on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash leakofgents. That's G-E-N-T-S. Or checking us out on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash leagueofordinarygents. G-E-N-T-S. If you listen to this podcast on iTunes or any other podcast services, go ahead and rate and review this episode. If you listen to this podcast on YouTube, go ahead and hit that thumbs up video and leave a comment in the comment section. We definitely want to hear from you guys.